Awaken to Hair Growth. Awaken to Hair Growth because there is possibility to get your hair back. Awaken to Hair Growth because we're not told that we're able to conquer and overcome alopecia. Awaken to Hair Growth because I want to be a positive light and beacon for you because I've healed my alopecia and now I help others do the same. With different types of alopecia, men, women, children of all ages, of all races and ethnicities. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Alopecia Angel podcast. I am your host, Alopecia Angel, and today I wanted to talk about fear and how to overcome fear, how to mitigate fear, how to work with fear. And fear is a low-level vibration, and a low-level vibration for those of you who are yogis, for those of you who are into the chakras, for those of you who are into alignment with the universe and who believe that the universe has energy because it does, right? The the world is revolving and evolving. And, you know, we're not just humans on this earth. We have sunshine, which has energy. There's plants all around us that have energy. Humans have energy. We all have energy. And so the energy you hold in your body is very important because this gives off a certain vibe, right? This gives off a certain energy, right? And so fear as it's come to know, is false evidence appearing real. And the fear of losing hair, the fear of the fear and uncertainty of hair growth can cause numerous, numerous situations, including depression, anxiety, including panic attacks, including, you know, seeing the worst case scenario. It can lead to so many things and trickle into so many different areas of your life. And the fear of it all is a psychological situation, but it's also emotional and it can and does translate into a physical manifestation. What I have experienced personally is that when you fear something, it ends up becoming the reality because your energy is focused on the fear. In this case, let's say fear of losing more hair, fear of going bald, just fear in general. And when you have fear, then your energy your focus is intently placed on that, which inevitably gives off more fear and creates a bigger sensation around this, right? Haven't you ever saw that, let's say you're car shopping and all of a sudden you like the VW bug, right? The Volkswagen bug. And then all of a sudden you start seeing them on the freeways, in the shopping centers, you know, at school, at work, you start seeing VW bugs everywhere and you start to notice them everywhere. This is how vibrations work. This is how energy works, is that once you start going down the road of, I fear this, this, that, I fear hair loss, I fear going bald, I fear this, I fear that, then more of that will come up. More of that will come up into your sphere, into your realm, into your life. More of those thoughts, more of that energy, more of this negativity will recycle and continue on a loop. You know, it's almost like uh, the parrot, right? The parrot who only has one or two, three things to say and says it all day, all day long. Same thing. It's a loop in our head that continues to feed our fear. And yes, many of you have gone bald. Yes, many of you have grown your hair. Yes, many of you are bald right now. Yes, many of you are losing your hair right now. But that doesn't mean that we need to fear the worst case scenario. So how do we fix this? How do we get out of that loop? How do we get out of that fear mode, right? There's a mode. There's a mode of action, a mode of fear, a mode of hair growth, a mode for everything in our lives. How do we get out of the fear? Well, 
First off, we start with moving towards the fear and start peeling back the layers. And maybe this could be a journaling exercise where you start writing down, okay, what is my biggest fear? Or what's the fear surrounding my hair loss? And then name out what's going on there. What is, you know, things that are true and factual and just look at it as factual. What are things that I can control? And then start naming those things out. And then potentially from there, start looking at how can I resolve this? What solutions have I given it that did work, did not work? What solutions can I give it now? What are my opportunities, right? Because if you look at this in a strategic manner, you start to see what are the strengths, weaknesses, the opportunities, and the possibilities to resolve it. What are other options, right? If you're listening to me, it's because you're considering the alternative option of healing with the Hair and Heal program. And I commend you for that because it is a leap of faith. But at the same time, staying in fear, staying in hair loss is also not a situation that many want or many want to opt for. The option of not doing anything also doesn't help you, right? If you're going through hair loss right now, going through the route of medications won't garner results. Going the route of the shampoo, serums, potions, lotions, injections, let's say the serums and laser caps, PRP, et cetera, won't render results. The solution of you know buying the fancy supplements won't render results. The solution of all these things you're not seeing. And this is why you're listening to me. This is why you're you know, giving an alternative approach uh, an opportunity. So thank you for that. But also thank yourself because at the end of the day, this is about your hair. I already have mine. You know, I struggled through mine. I got it. And now I have a proven method. So you can get your hair back. Struggling is optional. So in terms of fear, the next thing is, is to move closer to it. So what opportunities do you have? What would my next steps look like? And what would this realistically, you know, look like in my life and start to approach it in that type of manner? The next thing you would want to do when it comes to fear is to see, okay, switch it. Instead of hair loss, how can I turn this into a positive and move into hair growth, right? Look at the opposite of what you fear. If you fear um, bed bugs or if you fear, um, you know, spiders, what's the opposite? How to give the solution to bed bugs or to spiders in a different way, in a, from a different perspective. So for example... I was living in Europe at one point and there was tons of mosquitoes. In the Netherlands, I don't know why, but in the Netherlands, they have no screens. There's no screens for the windows. Um, it doesn't matter if you rent an apartment or you own the house. The housing there is made such where they don't believe in screens for flies or mosquitoes or anything. Come summertime, if you live next to a canal, you will be eaten alive by mosquitoes. And, you know, there was no way for me to create a solution uh, unless it was to put in uh, mosquito screens into the apartment I was renting. Because I was renting, I didn't want to purchase, you know, specialized mosquito screens for this apartment, right? Because I knew it was going to be short term. So what had happened? I came up with a bunch of ideas. I came up with, you know, getting plants and having potted plants in my house that were to repel mosquitoes naturally. And then I also had the idea of actually, let's say, buying um, 
one of those uh, bed nets, right? So it's one of those kind of drapes that drapes over your bed so you can sleep at night without having mosquitoes. And that also helps. So between the two things, the bed net at night, and then also, you know, the plants that repelled mosquitoes naturally, you were able to have a house that was cool at night with open fresh air, because that's another thing in Europe, there's no air conditioning. Air conditioning is non-existent. And so you have a trifecta here. You have living in by the canals, which are laden with mosquitoes. You have no air conditioning because for some reason they don't believe in it. And then the second, the third part of this is that uh, there's no screens to make matters worse. There's no screens on any of the windows. And any of the windows that I've lived in, and I've lived in a home, I've lived in you know one of those old Dutch houses as well. And I've also lived in a new apartment and none of them came with screens, none of them. For some reason, that's just, it's just the way it is. And so in any case, in the summer, you will be eaten alive if you don't have mosquito screens. And so these were another way to give the solution to the problem. So when you fear, in this case, I was fearing mosquitoes coming to bite me alive throughout the day and at night, especially, then these were some of the out of the box solutions that I gave myself, right? Because we can't have a citronella candles on all night. It's also very toxic in many ways. Um, so looking at the situation in terms of hair loss as hair growth, how can I turn this into a positive? What can I do to create the momentum to create the results that I want And really looking at the psychology, the psychology of overcoming it, you know, because it does create a fear of failure. It does create the fear of uncertainty. And when it comes to the fear of failure, let me just say that there are so many people out there who have failed so many times, but it's because of the failures that we're able to get to the success. I failed hundreds and hundreds of times throughout the three and a half years that it took me to grow my hair, but that failure never stopped me. I kept going. Thomas Edison took him over a thousand times to create the light bulb, and yet he didn't give up. It was more, more, and more tests, more tries, more tweaks, more creating a different outcome, a different perspective, a different way of doing things. And so failure is actually a learning lesson. And so when you reframe in your mind, oh, I tried PRP, it didn't work. I tried this and it didn't work. I tried this and didn't work. Okay. Those are all learning lessons. And that should have taught you that one size doesn't fit all. And that should have taught you that if I'm selling to the masses, this one product, like a hair serum, a hair shampoo, or, you know, laser caps or et cetera, that that cannot and won't, as I've seen, and as you've seen for sure, that one size fits all approach can't work. So it's not failure, it's more learning lesson, right? So overcoming fear, identifying the fears, recognizing that fear can work to your advantage when you start looking at it as a goal versus the fear, turn it into the opposite and sit with it, sit with it for a second, you know, cause this is type of, this is some of the stuff that I had to do to like really dig in and find out what was going on and create goals that are must like, okay, I want the hair growth. What does that look like? You know, what does that look like on my day to day? What does that look like financially? What does that look like? You know, am I willing to go the extra mile? Like ask yourself these questions because that's another thing. I see a lot of people who want the hair, who want the health, but they're not willing to go the extra mile. And that's necessary. You have to go the extra mile. And, you know, the classic excuse, the classic 
example of this are people who have New Year's resolutions who join the gym January 1st, but then by January 25th, you don't see them anymore. They give up. They gave up and it hasn't even been a month. Why is this? It's because the desire, the dedication, the consistency isn't there. It's because they're not willing to go the extra mile. And when I was pregnant, I had my baby. I had gained 50 pounds, 50 pounds, not a small number. And I lost it all in nine, nine and a half months. It took me that long to gain those 50 pounds, right? The nine months of being pregnant. And then I lost more than 50 pounds by nine and a half months. So I had a goal in mind and it's not going to happen overnight. You can't lose 50 pounds in one day. You can't lose 50 pounds in two weeks. But I knew what my realistic goals were. I knew what I could do. I took all the steps. I took action. I was consistent and I got the results. And the same thing happens when we use hair growth as a goal. You can have this. You can achieve this. It's the strategy. It's the steps. It's the consistency. It's going the extra mile. And then also in between the fear, you need to also recognize the excuses because what fear does, we have like an analysis paralysis. We like to just stay stuck in the analyzing. What if I do this? What if I do that program? What if I try this next, you know, flashy thing for hair growth? Well, I'll tell you what happens when we have analysis paralysis. You delay the hair growth. You delay the health. You delay the results, you delay the end goal. That's what you do. You delay it. If you get distracted and you allow yourself to be distracted with other things, you eventually prolong achieving hair growth. A classic example of this is a client who I'm thinking about. She's been following me for like three years. After three years, she finally decided to do my program. And she did the program. We did coaching. We did you know, the evaluation. We, we got through her her blind spots and everything. And lo and behold, in two weeks, she saw hair growth. In two weeks, she saw hair growth and she continues to see hair growth. What was holding her back? Analysis paralysis. What was holding her back? The fear that this won't work for me. She held herself back three years, three full years of not seeing hair growth just because of the fear, just because of being paralyzed by analyzing all the options, just by allowing herself to be distracted. In two weeks, she saw hair growth when she had been following me for three years and just kind of like on the fence. That's what happens. You're on the fence. You don't take action. And guess what? The fear of you losing more hair happens. The fear of you going bald happens. The fear of you and in this situation getting worse happens. That's what happens when you don't recognize the excuses and you just kind of like let life take its course. You either let life take its course or you grab life by the horns and you make you make it happen. The next thing that I would say in terms of taking away fear and uncertainty of hair growth is surrounding yourself with success, surrounding yourself with people who think a certain way, who've seen the results, who can get you there, right? Just like how if your son or daughter needs a tutor, they get a tutor, right? If they need extra support on homework, if they need a private lessons with the ballet instructor, if they need to be coached in a certain way, you get a coach. Everyone has coaches. Everyone has, you know, the opportunity to grow more and surrounding themselves with success is key. If you surround yourself, you know, with more people who, who have seen hair growth, who've been where you are and can get you to the end goal, that's what you want, right? The Olympian who wants to win the gold 
goes for a coach who's gotten so many Olympians to the gold, right? You're not going to go for the coach who's only achieved bronze medals. You want the coach that to get you to the gold. So proximity is power when it comes to surrounding yourself with successful people who've accomplished this situation. In this case, it's hair growth and adopting a growth mindset. Because the thing is, it's like, lo and behold, the perspective will change and things will need to change for you to get to your goal. In my case with hair loss, I had to change many things to get to my goal. And it was a mind, body, spirit situation. And for some of you, maybe it's just mind, body. For some of you, it's just spirit. Maybe for all, for some of you, it's just an emotion. But there's so many things that are needed and that play into hair growth that it will look different for everybody. But being open to growth, being coachable, being open to seeing and uncovering and looking at yourself in the mirror with those blind spots is also necessary. And I say this because many times I point out people's blind spots and there's pushback. Many times I say, look, I am almost certain that you have this, this and that. And when I tell them, they're like, no, that can't be. And when, you know, a few more weeks pass by, they're like, you are right. You are right. So the sooner you're open and you're more available for a growth mindset, the better off you will be. If you continue to be fixed in your situation and that it's a certain way, then this is where we, we tend to make more mistakes. When we find out It's much more than just one thing. It's much more than just two things. It's much more than three things. And I say this also from experience because even though I had a growth mindset, I also was in denial about my blind spots. I was in denial and I didn't realize that that it was all connected. I didn't realize that that was holding me back. And so this is where you need to be more open so that you can fix and give it a solution versus, you know, trying to fight for your limitations because the more you fight for your limitations, guess what? You get to keep your limitations. You get to keep the excuses. You get to keep the situation that you're in. And I know you don't want to be in it. I know you don't want any more hair loss. I know you don't. So find valuable, find value in pain. And no one likes pain. No one likes discomfort. But we have to go to great lengths to avoid it. But pain is a profound teacher. And if you accept that your life and your efforts to achieve your goals will be painful at times, painful experiences become opportunities for growth. When you let go of the pain as a threat to your survival, it loses its power and becomes another tool for overcoming fear. Everyone experiences hardships in life. It doesn't matter whether your setbacks are personal or professional. What matters are the lessons you take from those experiences and how you apply them to your future. Instead of letting a fear of uncertainty due to your past experience dictate your decisions, Actively choose to learn from those painful moments to be in control of your own life. And I will say that alopecia was one of my biggest teachers ever. Biggest teachers ever. Mind, body, spirit. Absolutely. Biggest teachers. It taught me I can do anything. It taught me I can achieve anything despite what doctors said, despite what the internet says, despite what forums say, despite with all the negativity and people that were saying to me, I can do anything despite all that. And I know you can too. 100%. It's all within us. It's within everybody. We all have the same opportunity. We really do. And when it comes to alopecia being a teacher, it taught me humility. It taught me, you know, that health is much more than just what you see on the outside. Um, Not just with my own experience, but then also with all the personal trainers that I I have in in my program, because they can be rock solid, you know, they can be super fit, and yet something is still missing. And 
this is where, again, taking control of your own health has led me down a path of obsession, not just about hair, but of health and really how to be proactive. And if you think about it, you know, the more I analyze the places that I've lived, the different types of healthcare systems, a lot of the healthcare systems, especially UK, uh, Europe, Netherlands, especially Australia, uh, Canada, it's all a reactive type of healthcare system. It's reactive in the sense where you have to be bleeding, you have to have like a major bump on your head, or something has to be physically wrong with you in many ways for your doctor to be able to do something, for there to warrant a necessity to test or a necessity to look further into the situation. I was, I had a coaching call the other day with a mom and her daughter and her live in Australia. And she's been dealing with her child's alopecia for over two years. She's been dealing with it because she hasn't found any service provider, any doctor, any no one to help her. And she'll take it, uh, take her daughter to the doctors once, twice, three, four, 10 times, 20 times. And they all turn her away saying, your doctor, uh, saying your daughter looks fine. She looks healthy. Okay. She's losing a little hair, but she's fine. She's healthy. Now her daughter's bald. It's, it's taken her two years. Her daughter is now bald, comes to me with alopecia universalis. The situation, we uncovered, uncovered her blind spots. She's on her way to hair growth. Fantastic. But why did this mom have to wait two years for this to happen? And it's because the healthcare situation in many countries is set up not in your benefit, but in theirs. And this is also part of the problem. But this is also why in the program, I empower you to take health into your own hands, because if you don't, no one else will. If you don't set the stage for success, then you will continue to fumble and continue to see hair loss and continue to be in this vicious cycle. And so this is where you can, you know, take the bull by the horns and be done with alopecia, be done with hair loss once and for all. You really can. So the value in pain in these painful moments and the painful struggle is a huge learning lesson. And it also allows us to overcome fear because once you get through that pain, once you understand that pain is necessary process many times to get through it, right? For example, if I want to build muscles and I need to go to the gym, I have to tear down the muscle for it to build up. That's what the muscle happens. If any of you lift weights, you know this, you have to tear up the muscle for it to build up and to grow bigger. So whether that's glutes, arms, uh, back, biceps, etc., you're tearing the muscle for it to grow bigger and to be stronger. And that's exactly what many things in life do to us. When it's a painful process, when it's challenging, tearing down to build up, tearing down to build up is necessary for that growth. And so sometimes it is a painful process, but it's so worth it. You know, I wouldn't be sitting here today, not just valuing my health, but also valuing my hair and valuing the, you know, life in a different way. Everything tastes different today than it did eight, 10 years ago. Everything tastes and looks different to me today, not just because of the food, but also because of the, of that taste of success the taste of achieving your goals, the taste of overcoming something that everyone else told you couldn't be done. So visualizing our goals is also part of overcoming fear, visualizing our goals and getting to that place and having it present every day. 
And every day that I was going through alopecia, that I was going through more and more hair loss, that I was going through the ups and downs, I knew deep down I would get all my hair back. And I have, and I did, and it stayed with me, even beyond COVID, even beyond a pregnancy, even beyond stressful times, even beyond so many other things that life throws at you. And I still have all my hair. Alopecia has not returned. And then finally, it's like, accept that you might fail. Accept that life is a roller coaster. Things get in the way. Accept that in your journey of healing, in your journey of hair growth, in your journey of fearing hair loss, that sometimes you will have a mistake. Sometimes you will, you know, for lack of a better word, feel like you're not doing enough. Sometimes you will feel and potentially not do everything consistently, right? Even when I was going to the gym and, you know, trying to lose these 50 pounds, there was days where I was eating outside of what I should be eating to lose weight. There was times where I was, let's say, eating more sweets or eating more carbs or eating whatever it was, you know, that I knew it was going off. And it's okay. Give yourself some slack. Give yourself some grace. But at the same time, next day, all right, pick it back up. We got to do this again. Let's go. Get back on that horse. And if you dropped off the horse, you can come back on. Healing hair loss, healing and getting to your goal of hair growth is always there for you. And I'm always here for you. So if you've done the program, you've got sidetracked with life, with COVID or with other things, happy to help. Come back. You can do this again. And for those of you who haven't started or who are still on the fence, analysis paralysis, you know, make a decision because things can get worse real quick. I've heard it within 24 hours, within two weeks, within three months, alopecia hair loss can set in and you're going from zero to 60 with some hair loss to full hair loss. So, you know, the choice is yours and the power is in your hands to reverse the situation now or later or at any time that you feel ready. But this is where overcoming fear is that next step. Because if not, it'll take hold of you. It'll have more power over you. And when in reality, if you face it, you can overcome it in less time. If you face it, you can turn it into a positive. If you face it, you can also achieve the goals. You can also recognize the excuses. You can surround yourself with success, adapting the growth mindset, finding value in the pain and the painful process of doing this. And understanding that this is all a life lesson. Alopecia is a life lesson. It's a life lesson that doesn't have to shackle you to the ends of the earth. It doesn't have to be the end all be all for the rest of your life. It's not your destiny. It's not. You can overcome this in less time, but that's up to you. What took me three and a half years can take you less than two months. But again, that's up to you. I hope this has helped you with overcoming fear, overcoming the uncertainty because I can understand where you're at. I was there. I've been there. I've done that. But you can face your fear. You can overcome this in less time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Alopecia Angel podcast, a positive light in healing alopecia. You can do this and we can help. Spread the word that reversing alopecia is possible by telling your friends and family. 